activism, rebuilding America together. This is the Jeff Santos Show. Thirty-four minutes past the hour. It is indeed the Jeff Santos Show that you're tuned into. We play a little Barracuda from the great uh, band from the Pacific Northwest for our next guest. Because, as Bono talked about when he would play Helter Skelter, we're stealing it back from Charles Manson. Well, we're stealing it back from Sarah Palin, who used this as a theme song for real fighters, people who are on the front lines of public education throughout this country, and for somebody who stood up to the former governor of New Jersey, the lard that thankfully is no longer at the helm of the New Jersey citizenry, Mr. Chris Christie. Melissa Tomlinson joins us, who took him on. Melissa, happy Sunday. How are you? Good, Jeff. How are you doing today? Doing very well. Doing very well. I know you're in uh, a... uh, setting that we have to get back into a meeting soon, so we'll make this very quick. But uh, this is obviously a critical time to, uh, you know, to understand what is at stake. You have the Janus decision that's coming up that's going to really hurt uh, the teachers' unions. It's going to hurt students in general. Um, From your perspective, um, how are you bracing individually? How are unions, including badass teachers, bracing for all this? Um, and what effect will it have on students? Well, that's a, a lot a lot to ask quickly. Um, yeah. So individually, I'm working on my buildings and my work sites to build relationships and to have some real in-depth conversations about, you know, what exactly belonging to a union means. And it, it's more than just your, your member benefits and your discounts and what collective bargaining has brought us in the past and still can bring us now. Um, and I don't know if you know this yet or not, Jeff, we just had one of our largest local in New Jersey go on strike Friday. And, and that was brought about by, that. by that, those conversations and, and that power um, that we have in, in standing together. The union's working on a couple initiatives also with our association reps to work on these conversations. Um, and I think over, overall in the country, Everybody's really turning their eye on to, uh, you know, why we have unions in the first place and what it meant for us in the history of society. Talking with Melissa Tomlinson of Badass Teachers. She's based in New Jersey and, again, uh, well-known uh, for taking on Chris Christie and uh, taking the uh, the verbal abuse and giving it right back as uh, sort of the barracuda that she is. Let me ask you this. Um, you know, when when students you know, who are fearful and what we have seen over the last month or so when we talked to you just a while ago in regards to what happened in Florida uh, with the school shootings and, of course, the concerns we have every day and when you go into class. Um, you know, how much are the students now more engaged in the political world, I guess you could say, um, than they may have been, you know, even two years ago? Um, you know, where uh, they say, oh, well, a lot of this is, you know, our older parents or adults not really understanding what is good for us. It seems that, and maybe I'm reading just too much from what happened in Florida, but I think more and more kids, not only in Florida, are more 
educated about what is happening around them. Maybe this strike is another example of it. Um, talk to me a little bit about that if you've noticed a change. I've noticed a change, and I don't know necessarily that it's being brought about by students being more aware and more active. I think it's more being brought about by the media showing that they're being aware and active and speaking out. Uh, historically, we've had students and youth in communities, particularly communities of color, that have been speaking out against violence in their communities for, for years and decades. Sure. And of course not much mind was paid to those voices. Um, and that, that's part of the important conversation going forth as, as we deal with uh, the violence and how it impacts youth today, making sure that all voices of the youth are elevated. Talking with Melissa Tomlinson here on the Jeff Santos Show. Uh, let, me, let me take this another direction. Um, I think that for the most part, people looked at the Connor Lamb victory as an uh, upset for, you know, um, for Trump. And it was 20 percent. And you kept hearing about the fact that he won by over 20 points, yada, yada. But one of the things as you dig into the numbers um, is that I feel that a lot of the understanding and the appreciation for unions by the people in western Pennsylvania um, was a big factor in, and in fact, uh, if you noticed, there were a ton of steelworker signs and others that supported Connor Lamb. Um, and even though, you know, he might not necessarily be the perfect district for people in Massachusetts or New Jersey or New York, um, I thought that that was an indication that labor, uh, public and private unions, um, was something that to be both proud of and to be respected of including some of the things that go around being a union member, health care, and so forth. Um, what do you take from the win on Tuesday? I think it bodes well for the Democrats uh, to have someone like Connor Lamb, even though he may disagree with him on choice or disagree with him on, on uh, overall um, or some parts of his gun uh, issues. The fact is, is that I think that he understood sort of the working class values that a lot of union members presumably including yourself, you know, have. And maybe that is a sign that Democrats, uh, at least some Democratic candidates, are getting this. What are your thoughts about last victory, uh, last Tuesday's victory? I, I would agree with the thoughts that, you know, perhaps they are, they are getting this and they're realizing that they've ignored the voice of labor and the voice of the working class for a long time. And that was part of the reason why Trump was so prominent in, in that area. If you look at the demographics of who the voters are and the family histories, it was mostly your, your steel workers. Um, I know Pennsylvania also has a lot of coal, coal mines. Um, sure. And he spoke to that. He, he spoke to, you know, I'm going to keep the mines open and I'm going to make sure you have your job. And back during that election, Hillary Clinton really did not do that so much. And she wasn't a candidate for, for those people. Uh, so this this election was definitely interesting to watch. Uh, I do know overall unions have gotten more organized in finding ways for their members to become politically involved, whether it be out canvassing for different candidates or even running themselves. So, you know, I'm hopeful that the tide is turning. Well, we certainly hope so as well, um, because obviously we're running out of time in what is really a... Uh 
incredibly important midterm election. And not only, as you know, having uh, a new governor, um, you have the uh, races for Senate and House um, in Washington, but you also have those governor's races in a lot of states. Uh, not New Jersey, because you got Murphy uh, last year. But the fact is, is that there is a real need here, um, you know, for an understanding of what is, again, what is at stake. Um, before I let you go, I want to also talk to you about, you know, getting involved and how important the vote is. We're going to focus a little bit later on a on a idea that Rainbow Push <clears throat> and Reverend Jesse Jackson's policy director, Frank Watkins, who's a regular contributor to the show, has spoken a lot about, and it's off the Michelle Obama line that if uh, when they go low, referring to the Republicans' uh, scummy attacks, we go high. And Frank Watkins takes it to another perspective, again, the policy director of Rainbow Pish, and that is the idea of when they go low, we go vote. Um, the idea of not only union members, but uh, you know everybody from a student who's 18 years of age uh, whether they're in high school or college, to, you know, a senior citizen to, to participate and to make sure that the, 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 the votes are counted and that there are plenty of places to vote and it's accessible and easy, early voting, et cetera. Your thoughts on that before we let you roll? It, it's a conversation that's happening in a lot of areas. I'm involved with uh, League of Women Voters in New Jersey as well as um, – a group called South Jersey Women for Progressive Change. And, and that's been a main conversation that we've been having lately is uh, joining and participating in a lot of voter registration tables and, and what different outlets that we can go to and not just your, your normal, you know, neighborhood farm market, but getting into the communities where, the, where there's a lot of disenfranchised voters and how we can speak to them about how important it is to vote and how we can get them registered and provide them access to the polls. Well, Melissa, we, uh, I know you're again, you're coming out of a meeting, so best of luck with that. Uh, best of luck of being involved in New Jersey politics. And uh, thank you for fighting. And thank you for always being our Barracuda. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you, Jeff. Have a good day. You too. We're right back. It's the Jeff Santos Show. Back in a flash. Back in a flash.